0: Welcome to Free and Figuring It Out, a weekly podcast hosted by two Brits, Sherelle Griffith and Verity Brown, on a mission to support, empower, and reassure fellow independent millennial women that they can be self-sufficient, successful, and seen. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Free and Figuring It Out. We are so excited to have you listening to us today. At the time of recording this, oh, it has been a long, long week, and today I'm going to be talking about what I've been trying to figure out, which was the US election system, because honestly, I don't understand. I like, you know, the the president-elect and vice president-elect have been announced now, but I felt like it took, what, I thought I woke up Wednesday morning and it took until Saturday, so is that four days? Is that right, Rarity? Mm, mm. Yeah. I, and I'm not a massive person for politics normally. So I don't know if it always takes that long and I just hadn't spent enough time paying attention in the past. But I was just was waking up every morning like, I'm just going to check. And I was like, is this number even moving? Like, is anyone going to hit this? Like, was it magical 270? I was like, come on, come on. Like, what's happening? Um, and I thought, like for very, many, many people around the world, like, even though it's obviously about the USA, it definitely doesn't just impact them. Like, so many people are watching. It was a long week of... Uh, just, just sitting and watching and waiting and counting and watching the tally go up and yeah i am super super excited with the final result and the fact it's over now and i feel like we can try and move on into a new time and excited to see what that looks like
1: yeah and um from the little i've read about why it took so long and stuff first of all they um well they didn't have an election day so to speak they had like a deadline didn't they but you could do postal votes and you could actually go and vote early and they did that because of covid to try and make sure that there wasn't too many crowds and people together and social distancing could be adhered to, and and stuff like that um but on the other hand i think it's the most votes that has ever been cast in a presidential election so biden received the most votes that any presidential candidate has ever received in the history of Wow. America or American politics and you know it, it became what it is today so I think there was a few things and then it was just funny I kept seeing these like TikTok things about Nevada who just like were obviously taking so long and everyone's like come on Nevada just count the votes and like there's just these all these funny kind of memes and stuff about Nevada just being like yeah One (laughs) who in the whole world is like waiting on Nevada, (laughs) so um, but yeah, just on that, and I think I mentioned before, but there is an interesting documentary on Amazon Prime called All In in the Fight for Democracy, which helps explain um, it a bit more. Having said that, I've watched it, I still don't really understand it, so there you go. Um, this week I've been trying to figure out something a bit close to home, which is, um, I've been asked to co-host a mother's blessing stroke kind of online baby shower for a dear friend of mine. Um, So she's due her baby in December. Um, We chatted about having it in person and then very wisely, she was like, let's do it online. You know, all the friends and family are all over the country Um, which has worked out well because it's it's next week. And obviously if it was in person, that wouldn't be happening. so yeah, it's it's been interesting. I think A, it's interesting not being a mum. This is the second kind of baby shower I've um organized. And I don't know, it's in, if there's any mums listening, it's I want to know like what you think about it. I think I think you approach it differently, being a mum and not being a mum. Okay. Um, and I'm quite intrigued by that. Um so yeah, so so that's been interesting and also the fact that it's, um, she she's quite spiritual like me, so she wanted a mother's blessing, which in a nutshell, in real life, women would gather, um, you'd kind of do some just like cleansing, grounding, drink lots of lovely tea, like you create like um, a bracelet for, the mother with different crystals and beads that she wears during labor to protect her and have like feminine energy around her. Wow. There's like drums and like, you know, henna and flower crowns mm. and all of that. So doing it online, it's trying with, um, I'm co-hosting it with one of her oldest friends and it's, we're trying to like bring all that in <laughs> without us being in the same room. So um yeah, it's, it's been really, um, Interesting in pulling that together and and it's uh it's just even little things like I was searching for like a lovely poem or just piece of prose to read like as like an opening thing you know about birth or and I couldn't find one that wasn't associated with like religion okay. um and so I had to, I ended up writing my own because <laughs> I was like <laughs> everything just had lord or garden or something and I, that's fine but I had to I have to be really mindful of the group of women that are present and I I'm already very aware of um the fact that they may not all be very spiritual so I'm trying to like just balance everything really carefully um and then we'll go into a more traditional baby shower nothing to like smell the nappy or whatever because oh my god I literally hate things like that but that's just that's just me. Um, but yeah, so the co-host will kind of like do that bit a bit more about, you know, messages for the baby and things like that. So yeah, it's been it's been interesting. I've had to do like quite a lot of research to make sure that like I'm ticking all the right boxes, um, you know, making sure that everyone's happy with what we're doing and and obviously keeping the mum in mind throughout it all. Um so yeah, that's it's been um an interesting process and I suppose made me think a bit about my own position within the realms of motherhood and stuff um so yeah it's uh it's been a slightly different figuring out this week
0: yeah it definitely I mean I've had to do a few uh baby showers in like normal times in person even that as someone like who doesn't have a child and you're not a mum like working out what is right and what isn't. And also what I think it makes a massive difference is the set of friends. Because some, so I think one of my friends had, it was basically like all our best friends and there might've been like one or two people that we didn't know. So I was like, okay, cool. Like you're just gonna have to get along with it. But from the sounds of that, like actually that's quite a diverse set of people. Mm. And therefore when you're trying to make something that does suit all those people, and like you said, like you're trying to be like respectful, but you're like I've got to make something that's works and flows and cohesive and you've got to try and do it on zoom but yeah that's definitely a challenge in its own sense <laughs>
1: yeah well I'm sure it, it will be beautiful and uh yeah I'm quite looking forward to it now now I've got all the planning stuff down and um, everything together, and uh, we've built this beautiful box that we've sent her with lots of amazing, lovely goodies in. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm quite excited about that. And going back to Biden, because we have to talk about this, because it's huge, and I think it's so interesting. I think, obviously, America has lost its shine over the past few years with the Trump administration, but we cannot deny that it's still a global superpower with the fact that the whole world is invested in its political leadership. Um, Like you said, like it's, it affects everyone. Um, And not only that, I feel like it's kind of, um, you know, America is the land of the free, isn't it? Like, you know, like America is the place where anything's possible, where Mm -hmm. you can be anyone or anything and you can achieve your dreams. Like that has been its motto since, I mean, I I feel like all I know about American history is through Hamilton, but since (laughs) like, you know, George Washington, (laughs) Well, you know, it's educating me. It's fine. Education through music. Um, But, you know, that's been the story. And I think, you know, me and Sherelle being like entrepreneurs and in business, like we see that, Um, you know, Mm. American women just really have this like true, honest, beautiful belief that I can do whatever I put my mind to, you know, it is there for me. And so I think Having someone in the leadership of America with compassion, with understanding, with that really believes that it, that is for the the many, not for the few, um, it, it's just a a kind of signal for the world that okay, we're we're heading in the right direction. Yeah, but I think I read really um,
0: really interesting because what you said about it being the land of the free and you can achieve anything. Within. I, for example, used to want to really go to America. Like I used Mm. to talk about, I wanted to go to New York, like, you know, I had a job in the West End and the big next goal was, you know, get to go to work in Broadway for a year, go to America, live it. And actually with Trump, I was like, I don't think I do want to go and live there for a year anymore. So I do wonder actually with the changing of the president, actually how many people outside of America do think to themselves like, actually this is a country I want to go back to now. Like this is, it goes back to being that land of the dream. That makes sense.
1: Yeah, it's it's quite funny you said this because I've not actually told you like in person either. But you know, because I've spoke well, I spoke a few weeks ago about I live in the Lake District. It's not clicking with me. I've tried and I can't figure out. And I actually had a really interesting conversation randomly with someone yesterday, and he said like, "What can you do in the Lake District that you can't do anywhere else? Like, what's your hook?" Mm. And I was like, "I don't. There's, there isn't anything like." I, I, my lifestyle doesn't have anything within it that means that you need to stay there bring me joy yeah I can only do here and that was quite an interesting thing and I've been thinking for months now like where but where do I want to go when I think that's the hardest bit you know you and me both know being very like goal orientated like if you don't know what you want and you can't get there you know like it, it's that whole like thing with law of attraction sat nav, you know, you can't just drive and like hope you get to the right destination without knowing, you know. And so I went back home to Blackpool before lockdown and was sorting through things. And a song came on and then I found something and then I found something else and then I read something and it was like 10 things within half an hour. And I was just like, New York. It has to be New York. New York is somewhere that I went when I was 18. The minute I stepped foot in New York, I fell in love with her, like beyond anything. The closest I've got to that is India. And I bought, I've actually started wearing it again. I bought a Tiffany necklace and I stood there and embodied my inner Audrey Hepburn. And I always remember just how, um, I think just going back to what we said, like how like I felt like I could take over the world at that point. Like I was eighteen and I felt like anything could be mine. And then I think life just beats you down, doesn't it? And I've I've done well, but you just think, Oh, stop being silly. Like that's a silly dream. And then I just thought, oh, do you know what? I why did I ever let go of that? Like I I adore New York with all my heart and And then I was, and then I said to myself, if Trump gets in again, I won't go. Like I'm gonna just forget it. Like I don't want (laughs) to. But you didn't get in. I know. (laughs) And then I was like, okay, so just so you guys know that that is there as a a manifestation. But going back to um, an article that I read just just around. I mean, um, obviously we've got Kamala Harris in as um, Vice President, which is incredible. A black um southeast asian woman um you know in the in office um Sherelle, you've shared it i've seen it shared millions of times mm. this um picture of tons of old white men <laughs> and then her you Honestly, know that picture so powerful.
0: just literally sums up i suppose you know when people do say like a, a picture sums up a thousand words or whatever and for like yeah for someone like me to just see it like that when you're just like it's like it's crazy that it has been that long, and, and the thing is, I think let's be real. If we did the presidents, you know, look how much of a deal it was only what was it three cycles ago, obviously that Barack got in. So um, it 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 isn't surprising in terms of when you look back over the history of the country, but it is great to see that change, and I really, really do hope that it just inspires other black or. Um, asian and other brown women black women everything to just be like do not think that if you're not if you can't see yourself already it's not possible because i'm like that's one of the biggest jobs in the world so i'm like if she can do that then whatever probably industry you're trying to crack into or whatever thing like even if you're trying to be the first in your family etc you definitely can do it and yeah i shared it because i just was like this is the picture that Mm -hmm. like i want everyone who doesn't feel that they look like everyone else around them to make one like I think I'm gonna make one <laughs> to like yeah. for like part of my like vision board because I think it is it it like just sums up that like you can make the difference and like, I think there's been lots of quotes about like the glass has been shattered and I think that's the thing is just knowing that that one change I think will really open up so many doors for so many other people now.
1: Mm, And I think like she said it's just the little girls like putting on the TV and seeing oh there's a woman that looks like my mom my auntie whatever in politics I could do that then you know like it's such a simple thing but I think we've spoken about representation um, a few episodes ago and it's so important isn't it when. You know, all you've seen is old white men, you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I we've spoke about this a lot in my flat. Seventy-eight years old Joe Biden. Mm. I mean, I'm in bed by half nine. I don't know I don't know <laughs> what he's taking, but he has got stamina. So best of luck to him. You know, he's, he's very, very energetic for his age. Um, but yeah, it was an article I read USA today, um, just about how he's seeking a diverse cabinet. Uh, that looks like America um, in the leading federal departments. And it was just something, again, it's just like, I feel like everyone's breathing a sigh of relief. You know, it's none of these like ridiculous tweets, like immature, trivial, stupidity. You know, he's there, you know, he's mentioning trans people in his um, like acceptance speech. You know, that's never been done before in history Mm. of any US president. He's, um, you know making sure he's making an effort making his life harder to make sure that the cabinet represents the people in America and I just think um yeah I mean it's just it's just a kind of a, a small add-on to what we were discussing about Biden and American politics but um you know he's kind of said things like um you know it's it's a time for America to unite and heal and I think something like that I've what trying to do with my my own startup you know it's you can only truly build diverse business or a diverse structure when you have a diverse team yeah because you you can't do that as like a straight white cisgender man um trying to second guess like how black women feel how gay men feel whatever so yeah I think um yeah just just a nice like sum up of of uh how relieved we are that Biden is in power. Woo! Well, nearly, nearly, in power. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. I um, because that's the thing as well. I was because we've got the changeover. Actually, isn't until January, is it officially? That's like when yeah. the the, the inauguration stuff is. That, that's yeah. The word. i was thinking. You know, I can never remember big words. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and it's bye bye Trump. Pack your boxes, love.
0: Yeah. Bye bye love. Bye bye. Right. So. <laughs> um. This week, uh, in terms of books, I haven't read it this week, but I realised I hadn't spoken about it, which was Secrets of the Millionaire Mind by T. Haas, H-A-R-Z. Aussie, I think. Eckar, Who, um, so this was book of the month for Propel Her in November. And I have a tradition where I always choose a money book. And it's quite controversial with some of the, like, long-standing members. But I think it's really important for women to improve their financial knowledge, for women to talk about finances. And so I always wanna make sure we have a book just to try and make this space for people to discuss. However, and sometimes they're more like practical ones, but this one obviously is a bit more, more on the mindset side of things um which i think is important for anyone and i think there's this thing as well like sometimes i feel people have resistance because it's like millionaire minds and like i don't want to be a millionaire i'm like yeah this isn't necessarily about being a millionaire though this is about just trying to up level where you're currently thinking and one of the reasons why i particularly like this book is because um the second part of the book is called, called all these wealth files and so what will happen is he tells you 17 different ways that a rich people, rich person will think versus how a poor person thinks. So I'm just gonna read that like one example. So wealth file nine, nine is rich people are bigger than their problems. Poor people are smaller than their problems. Now, sometimes they're quite opposing and you might disagree with them. You might believe with them. You might think what he says is wrong. But what I like is it gets you thinking and in terms of it makes it easy for people to see one, which side of the fence they think they're on and even if they disagree or you agree, it helps you to start to like work out your beliefs. Cause I think one of the hardest things about some money mindset books sometimes is you're trying to work out what your beliefs are, but like people are asking you questions and you're like delving deeper and you're trying to un- like unravel all these layers of the onion. But it can be hard when you're by yourself, if you're just reading a book mm-hmm. to try and actually do that work. But by having these, like, this is what, the two opposing sentences it's like it already gives you a really clear focus for then you to work out your relationship around that specific thing so there's um 17 of these wealth files that are in the like the bulk of the book so I think it's really useful for someone who if you've ever read a mindset book before you've ever been trying to work on your money mindset and you've just felt that you haven't necessarily been able to get as deep as you would want to, or now you want to just do a refresher. Cause again, as we would both say, mindset work isn't something you get to do once and you get to put it in a box and leave it. Gosh, mm-hmm. I wish it was like that, but it's not. Mm-hmm. And um, for every single uh, wealth file at the end, there was then like some action points for you to work on. He's a big believer in declarations, not affirmations. So he'll give you some declarations to yeah. um, say as well. So it's very um, like, Good for helping you to uncover yourself and your own attitude but obviously still does have like the action action points and prompts to like help you move forward
1: afterwards yeah no that sounds good i i feel like i've definitely read this you probably have well i don't know if i've had it on audiobook i'm trying to this is
0: my version Um, so i've got the purple version but there is also a like cream one as well because i got confused because someone else had a different book cover and i was like oh I've not read that
1: book and then I realized it's because there's like two different editions front covers yeah no I've read so many money mindset books I can't remember what I haven't read anymore but yeah I'm pretty sure I've read that one I think I did it on audiobook so um yeah but no it, it is interesting and I the declaration versus affirmation I'm sure when I was in Delhi and I um was like I went to like a temple once a week of Yogananda and he I've mentioned this before but um Yogananda's biography was given out at Steve Jobs funeral he asked Mm. for everyone to get a copy like he was a massive follower and I think he said something similar he was about it's about a declaration not an affirmation it's Um, Because some people struggle with affirmations. Some people sit there and go, "I am rich," "I am," and then inside they're like, "No, I'm not." not, And then it's it completely not working. So um, yeah, no, that that's uh, really interesting. Hmm. I like that. Okay, (laughs) I might re-listen to that again if I've still got it on audio book. So this week I have been watching um, a little thing called Love Life um it's on the BBC it's on iPlayer my flatmate um put it on one night and just immediately fell in love with it it's not as soppy as it sounds it's Anna Kendrick who has a very dry um I don't know quite natural approach I think to to pieces like this in a nutshell it's in New York um and it's about her kind of, I suppose, I was just thinking then, I suppose it's a little bit like How You Met Your Mother in terms of theme, like it's um, just going over the people she dates, Mm. Um, but in a a mature way, like um, it's really beautifully done, really well scripted, Um, she's great in it, like it's a really great cast. And yeah, it just makes you think about your own, history of dating and it's quite but in a in a nice way like you just it just you just reflect on things and it was quite weird there was one guy that she dated who was just basically like my ex reincarnated and it brought up so much to me I was like oh my god this is this could have been my story you know it was just so weird um and you're able to relate to different parts of different people that are on you know that she's dated and um it's yeah it's just i really really recommend it i think there's like eight maybe eight episodes i think the half an hour each super easy smash it out on like a rainy sunday afternoon but yeah really really recommend it it's um it's lovely yeah really nice
0: Mm. I mean, I don't know if I want to go back down uh, dating (laughs) memoir, because this week actually was... So we're actually recording this on Wednesday, the 11th, which is 11-11, your lovely angel 11, number. 11,
1: angel and numbers. And
0: it's also Singles Day because it's all those ones, <laughs> all the lonely ones. So this is a massive shout out to all the single ladies that are still listening, all the old Gs from the beginning. We might be new and never realised we did uh, sh- shower lots of love to the single ladies. But if we do, if you are single, I would love to know because I have this thing at the moment where I feel that I'm that all the single ladies are invisible of the world. So if you are single and you do follow us on any social media platform, please do send us a DM and let us know. Or you need Mm. to write single. You don't need to write anything else. But just so that I know, one word, thank you very much. If you want to say more, obviously say more and we'll have a chat. But I would really like to know if you are a single lady that listens to this podcast. It would be really appreciated. Yeah, reach out, reach out. Definitely. And before we go, time for our little prompt, And um, inspired by, obviously, what I had been reading. So, Secrets of the Millionaire Mind. The question is, if you were given £1 million, or whatever your currency is, that you had to spend on yourself, you know, on yourself, this is also important, within a year, how would you spend it? Now, when I told Verity this question earlier, she said it was too easy. However, I think sometimes I give you really hard ones. So actually, I want to give people some fun and something nice to think about. So, imagine that that thousand pounds, um, a thousand, that million pounds has popped into your account. What are you going to do? What's one thing you would uh, spend it on, Beverly?
1: Well, can I can I just ask for a quick clarity in the definition of spending it on yourself? Okay. So does that mean you could buy a house for yourself, or is this more like really directly? on you
0: I mean you can buy a house but I would say it's better <laughs> to spend things directly on you I would say because if it was me then I'd spend the whole moon in the house and then there's nothing left and actually this should be about I think it's better to delve further in so if you just make one high ticket purchase you sort of spent all the money Mm. so yeah i'd push yourself to try and do like what things would be really important to you but if a house is something that you're generally like this is what i want and i don't care that it's going to take up most of the money if you truly believe that having that house will make that home will make the difference to you then that's fine
1: okay well my first thing is super boring i pay off all my debt but the second thing i would do is a whole new wardrobe i would go full-on personal shopper high quality like beautiful staple pieces like yeah like a good 10 15 20 grand right there like yeah See, what's interesting for me recently is I've decided
0: if I had that amount of money I would uh get them made for me because I've realized I have no desire mm. in like, like I don't have, I don't really care about any designers I don't care about like high fashion or anything like that but I was like there's just certain things like pieces that are like I love and the certain shapes that I love so I would much rather just be able to go to someone and be like keen to make it like I just want all these dresses with pockets in like I just want this I just want that like that's how I'd spend it yeah so that's, that's a really good example of like two things it's like it could end up being the same amount of money we spend but based on who we are as people mm-hmm, our approach to it mm-hmm. is, di- is different so that's that uh, what we want you to think about is really tapping to you and what n- this isn't about just following what People do when they get money, but actually, what do you think is really genuinely going to make you happy, going to bring you yeah. joy, or make a change in your life?
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. All right. Yeah, I'm going to have fun with that one. I'm going to lose myself in my million pound windfall that's coming my way. um Great. Well, I think that's everything for this week. So, once again, yay for Biden and Kamala amazing stuff um we just need to sort out british politics now so uh (laughs) that's the next thing um but yeah thank you so so much for listening uh like Sherelle said reach out if you're single let us know um and even if you just want to reach out about something else something we've spoke about any guests you want on the show any questions you have any suggestions we've been having some really great interactions with listeners recently so you can find us on instagram at facebook at free and figuring it out or email free and figuring it out at gmail.com see you next week